In the world of Hollywood, movies get greenlit and redlit. They get remade and rebooted. But we are the ideal. I'm Sam Gash, and you are listening to Ideal Remake. Thank you for listening to Ideal Remake. We take movies that either have been, will be, or should be remade and talk about what the ideal version of that remake would be. Today, we're pretending we're the guy, and we don't want to die. And sitting here, pretending with me, is my guest, who made me watch this godforsaken movie. Is Alex Kane! Now, Alex, is Pixels a movie that has been, will be, or should be remade? Maybe should be. Maybe should be? Maybe should be. Um, It might not have, should have been in a... It should maybe have never been made. That might be the way that I was... This movie was a mistake, and... Uh, clearly Adam Sandler just got paid a whole lot of money to be bored for a while. Yes. So before we go, uh, too much further, you are a returning guest. You were previously mm-hmm. on to talk about Mortal Kombat! So just all video games all the time for you. That's, uh, that's the brand I am creating for myself. Good. I'm a big Love fan it. of video game movies. <laughs> but for people who are foolish enough to have not listened to that episode, can you give us a brief rundown on who you are? Uh, yeah, so I'm a stand-up comedian in LA. I'm, a uh, I like hippos. I'm a very strange person. Uh, I like, uh, I, I'm a big nerd. Um, I have a big Avengers bag. Uh, it is like pretty right great. here as we're talking, and I have a Batman notebook in front of me. So finding movies like this is always something I like. I love the concept of these kind of movies where they're like, video games are attacking Earth. Like, this isn't old. Like, this was a, it's one of my favorite episodes of Futurama that they made oh, into a movie. It's so good. Is it an episode of Futurama, or is it a one of the what if? The I, Tales of Interest. It's, I think it's one of the one if, what ifs, because I think it's one of those like 15 minute yeah. long ones where it just ends pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But like, it's fun, and I really like these Look, kind of things. He's got his his two liter, his uh, two liter bottle of Shasta and his all rush <laughs> mixtape. Let's ready do to this. go. <laughs> but yeah, if we're gonna talk about Futurama. I'm ready, and I have it memorized mm-hmm. just just in case we need that. Right? Futurama is the better version of most movies. Yes. So. You live? Were you living in Los Angeles when this movie came out? No, I was in New York when it came out. Okay, so. What was your first introduction to the movie? Did you see the trailer first, or did you see the posters first? Definitely saw the posters first, and the posters were very intriguing. I like the posters for this movie a lot. Because that was going to be my question. At what point in your excitement did you hear Adam Sandler was in this movie? Posters probably told me Adam Sandler was in this movie. I... Before this one and a few other ones, I didn't think Adam Sandler being in a thing was the touch of death quite yet. Uh, he wasn't good. This was 2015, so like he had some flops, but it yeah. was one of those things where I'm like, hey, it's Adam Sandler. He'll be okay. I'm it's like, like flop, flop, click. Mm-hmm. Like every... Exactly. It was one of those like one out of every five is probably going to have some good moments. And I like the concept of like, oh, a kid grew up to be nothing after he loved video games. And then video games attack Earth. Yeah. Like, that sounds fun. I, and I love that idea. Mm-hmm. I, I am slash was fully on board the camp of we're done with Adam Sandler now. But, mm-hmm. the, I mean, obviously they, they're still making his movies. He has the deal with Netflix because people still watch these movies. People are watching them. Um, and it goes to my point, these shouldn't be made. This movie has a good idea, but putting Adam Sandler in it just, he clearly was bored the whole time yeah he clearly got kevin james on so that he could have one of his buddies right like it was just like it just was like watching a guy who didn't want to be there that the whole movie i watched this movie as part of our homework and 
But one of the other things that I did was I also watched the most recent Adam Sandler stand-up special on Netflix. I love that. Because that's the thing. I was I, I came into this movie with a very negative opinion of Adam Sandler. But mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, whatever. Standard millennial view of him. Fair enough. But I also had remembered that everyone had been talking about the Adam Sandler special and how good it was. And I was like, well, I gotta see this. And it was, it's a great special. And it's very good. It's super silly. And I think part of it is because, A, he's doing material that he wrote, so obviously he cares about it a lot more. Right. And B, it, it's so much more honest. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's really missing from Adam Sandler movies. For the Adam Sandler movies, he's showing up, saying his lines, and going home. Mm-hmm. He's putting nothing of himself into these roles. The last time that I saw an Adam Sandler movie where he seemed to care and it wasn't because, like... Like, Grown Ups, he probably was having a p- bunch of fun hanging oh, out yeah. with his Oh, yeah. That's friends. just a... We're having fun now. Yeah. But Longest Yard was probably the last time I saw an Adam Sandler... Click, maybe. But, like, where Adam Sandler liked the movie and yeah. was having fun and was making jokes that I enjoyed. And that's what I thought we were going to come back to. Because Longest Yard is just a football movie. Right. The same way Pixels could just have been a war movie. But with comedy involved. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's the direction they might be taking Pixels. Especially from... The cast. And Chris Columbus is the director. Yeah. Dinklage is a great actor. Michelle Mont... I always mispronounce her name, but Monaghan has some good movies. Sean Bean's in this. Josh Gad's fun. They have all of these people that it's like, something could be going on here. This could be fun. And then it was (laughs) just exactly what I should have expected. So this is is definitely the newest movie that I've talked about on this podcast. Okay. I mean, there have been, like, ta- we've done, like, James Bond and Fantastic Four and stuff where okay, there have yeah. been new iterations of the characters and there have been recent things, but we're not talking about that version necessarily. Mm-hmm. But this um, is a movie that's four years old. Right. So, wow, we're not... Only four years. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, we... It's it's still new. Yeah. Fairly. When... In, the, in the scope of Ideal Remix. So, mm-hmm. when I ask, how, how old were you, where were you when you first saw this movie, that's kind of... So, uh, which New York theater did you go see this movie in? I don't know which theater it was. I know it was, like, downtown Manhattan with my two New York roommates at the time. And we went... One of them was complaining the whole time. And I was like... In the theater? Yeah. Basically, until the movie started, he was like, this is gonna be trash. This is gonna be trash. This is gonna be trash. And then we walked out and he was like, that was trash. And I was like, I hate that I had to agree with you at the end of it. (laughs) But... I want you to be the person that's like... Yeah, it was because we had because you wouldn't shut up. It could have been good if you were taught like one of those. I wish that was what happened, but I was very aware. No, this was just a bad movie. Yeah, this was just. What really hurt my heart was that I watched it here in my apartment mm-hmm. alone, mm-hmm. and all that I wanted to do while watching this movie was turn to the person next to me and go, "Can you believe blank is happening?" <laughs> and there was just me. I was alone. Ah, oh, yeah. So, which is why, like, during the movie, I texted you a couple times, like, I can't believe you're making me watch this movie. I was movie. enjoying your, the text stream. I remember getting, like, I hate this, I hate this. Ooh, Josh Gad is singing. I hate this, I hate this. <laughs> Josh Gad singing is always a high point of anything. Yeah, Josh Gad can sing. I'm always the, on board. The thing that Josh, like, here's the thing. I like Josh Gad. I think he's a phenomenal actor. I think he's super fun. <laughs> the entire movie, he was just doing Olaf. Yeah. It, he was doing Olaf voice the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And also being that character. He, yeah, he wasn't great, but he also seemed like the person who was happy to be there. Yeah. Whenever he was doing something, it was way over the top. It was way dumb. But it was like... I I wouldn't necessarily say he was the only person who was happy to be there, because I also thought... 
Peter Dinklage was having fun. True. Peter Dinklage did. Peter Dinklage is just a treat no matter what he's yeah. doing, though. He was, like, goofing around and just being ridiculous. And he's like, this is nothing like anything else I get to do. I'm going to enjoy it. See, I feel like Peter Dinklage, there's a good chance they were just like, hey, just make up some lines that the douchiest person in the world would say. And he was like, oh, I got this. <laughs> yeah. I, I really enjoyed Peter Dinklage, who I really hated, who I really wanted to like, was Jane Krakowski. I'm, she's barely in this she's movie. Barely she's barely in the movie. There's no reason that's Jane Krakowski. Like, you see Jane mm-hmm. Krakowski, I'm like, this is gonna be great. She's, and then she's just blah, boring wife. Yeah, she's billed higher than a lot of the people in this movie, too. Of course she is. Yeah. And like, she, I'm curious if there's things that she would, like, in in this movie, like, just doing bits with Kevin James and just, like, they were cut for time. I bet there's a bunch of her being funny on the cutting room floor because Sandler got jealous. I don't know if that's true, but... I'm willing to believe it just because yeah. I'm just going to be ornery. But what was interesting <laughs> to me is that, like, they set it up as, like, there's, like the first time we see Sandler and Kevin James just chilling in the bar, right. we set it up as, oh, your wife who hates you. Yeah, it's like a big... Like, I thought that was where we were going with that plot line, which would have sucked also. Absolutely. That would have been worse. Mm-hmm. But instead it was just like, oh, they're rekindling their, their relationship. And I think that's super fun. Yeah. We just, don't have time for that. She should have that movie. been nobody. They should yeah. have not paid the money to get somebody I was excited to see. Right. And I, I, I like her. They, I really wish they had more of them. Yeah. I mean, they, they gave us Chekhov's marital dispute, mm-hmm. which never fired. Not once. And I... I mean, you can be having, like, a president who's, like, completely distracted from the thing that's going on. He's like, yeah, yeah, I know aliens are attacking us and everything, but, like, I just got this really cryptic text from my wife. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Like, why didn't she just send K? Yeah. That'd be great. And here's the, and I mean, does, and she knows that that K is going into the President Huma What's It, mm-hmm. like, archive forever. Yep. Everyone will know. And, and that, what am I supposed to deal with that? Yeah. What is the, for public knowledge thing, so... I would have loved that now that I'm creating it for the first time. I would like a passive aggressive rom com about the sec or not the sec the president and the first lady just like getting mad at each other. We should write that. That's a great movie. You're right. Yeah, because that would be silly and dumb, Mm -hmm. and I think that would be amazing. Like all these different things going on, and then just yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Russians. The Russians are invading. There's a hurricane. But my wife just said you up to a different guy. What's going on? I I feel like if I get the wrong gift this anniversary that... When's my anniversary? Oh shit, my anniversary was last month. Again! Oh man! Third year in a row. Oh. I swear to God, you guys. Sometimes I feel like being president puts a real strain on a relationship. You know, being president sometimes makes me forget important days. Yeah. What a lesson to be learned. If only I had someone around who could help me keep my schedule. Hmm. Maybe this is a movie about how he meets his first secretary. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, it, like the, mo- the movie would be called uh, Assistant to the President. And then it's just like someone at a podium and then just someone peeking out from behind the podium. Just, there's somebody, like, behind the curtain, just like, is he doing good? Okay, good. (laughs) Person with a clipboard. And just, like, forehead in hand. They're constantly talking on a (laughs) walkie-talkie. They have a thing in there, and they're just like, White House down? White House down? Good. (laughs) Back to Pixels. Yes. We obviously watched this movie and hated it, so I have to ask, what do you think the budget of this movie was? 
I did look at the budget. You did? Yeah, it's like what 150 something like that. No, really, this budget did... is lower than I thought it was. Really? Okay. Well, I forgot now. But the budget of this it? movie is 88 million dollars. Okay, so I was I doubled it in my head. well, you That's... like included uh, promotion advertising. Okay, because they right. advertise the oh. heck out of this movie. I remember the advertisements more than the movie itself. Yeah, for sure. Because the advertisements were very clever. Oh yeah, and they were fun. Yeah, and they made me want to see Pac-Man eat stuff. Opening weekend, it made. 24 million and its overall gross in the US and Canada was 78 million. So that's uh that's a not good. It's not good. But it's... overall gross for the world was 244 million. Right. That's a fine. That's a good. Yeah. Well, I I read this thing looking into it. Apparently they marketed it even more in China and like got rid of a scene where the Great Wall of China gets destroyed. Like apparently that's where one of the battles was supposed to be, but because they were like China will get mad if we showed the Great Wall of China getting hurt. They took it out entirely. Well, hard to argue with the results of pandering to a single very populous country that's not good at all, and I don't like that they do that. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's stupid, and it's not a good movie, but if all you want to do is sell tickets in China, they found a way. Yeah. So, we're not going to go through the plot of this movie, but basically, <laughs> because if you want to hear the plot of the movie, listen to last week's mini-episode, where I'm going to kind of go through it point by point. Mm. But if you're not going to listen to that, basically, aliens are invading, and humanity has three lives, and the aliens mm-hmm. have three lives, and humanity quickly loses two of its lives, and so it's now down to these gamers to figure out how to win these 80, like, 80s-style arcade games, which is what the aliens are using to destroy humanity. Yes, so, yeah, it was a dumb premise, or, like, a dumb deus ex machina for everything to happen. Because, like, it was, like, they sent a satellite with some games and some other stuff, and the aliens were like, oh, that's a threat, so we're going to turn into video of war. Games. That's it. So we're going to turn into video games. Yep. Okay. All right. Sure. Look, you got to get through the premise somehow, and you know what? As far as I'm concerned, that one's fine. Right. I have no problem with that. Then everything just got weird because the rest of the beings made of light yeah and adam sandler was just the most unfun hero and there were just so many better ways they could do it and i he is consistently an asshole listen and he's consistently an asshole who has no i like unless he's firing a light gun has no sense of the stakes or the gravity of the situation that he's in and he Mm -hmm. behaves in a way no human being would behave in that situation. Now, like, this leads directly into something I wanted to talk about. Like, there's the scene, it's early on in the movie, it's, like, the first time the government is confronting the idea that video games are attacking them. And the point of the scene is Kevin James, who's the president, which is the most unbelievable part of all of this, is... I disagree. Really? You think... He he struck me as a very George Bush Jr. kind of president. Yeah, he was definitely W. Like, he was just a bad representation of w because they made me want to like him like i really was like why is everyone being so mean to this guy he's just trying to save his marriage and he's not that smart that's the thing like we don't know any of his policies not at all we don't know if he's democrat or republican which i'm sure is on purpose Mm -hmm. but the fact that people were shouting the things they were shouting at him in the street Mm -hmm. lead me to believe he was republican i believe he they at one point say he started a foreign war or he was involved in a foreign war yeah and so, he just he keeps being dumb. Yeah, he's just not good at his job. 
But either way, so there's a scene where he's addressing, like, his cabinet about what's yep. going on. And Brian Adam, Cox keeps wanting to bomb countries. Yes, he wants to bomb whatever country he can do he because... He just wants to blow things up because he's clearly that person who's a monster. Yeah, and, like, because writing is easy in that way. Yeah, yeah. But... I mean, luckily the person who is that in our government got fired today. Yeah, for now. For we'll now. see who's we'll replacing see, We'll see who replaces them. I'm sorry, the acting person who was that in our government. Good point. One of the five people in our government who has been saying that for months. Yeah. Mr. Walrus. Yeah. That's what I call him, because it must have. Either way. You did the right thing. But, so, there's a scene where he's addressing the cabinet, and then Adam Sandler walks in, unannounced, if I remember right, he just interrupts a cabinet meeting he, without fear of treason. Like, the door is open. Yeah. To a to a high-security cabinet meeting, and he just casually strolls in. The highest security cabinet meeting of all time. This, Correct. This event is so secret at this point. And the door is open, there's no guards, Adam Sandler strolls in and goes... Oh, it's this kind of Galaga. Yeah, and he just, then he starts insulting everybody one by one. He has, like, a roast joke for a lot of the people. And, like, he's clearly bad at roasting. And he's like, that guy's old, that guy's old. And then he... She's a snob. She's a snob. Which is a callback to before, earlier, when she wouldn't kiss the schlubby dude who was in her closet while she was crying. Yeah, no, she didn't take his sexual assault all that well, so he calls her a snob, and then she forgives him for it. Which makes no sense. Not at all. I, look, that uh, actress is Michelle Moynihan, or Monaghan? Monaghan. Yeah, something. Nothing against her. She's fine. She's fine. She's great in the Mission Impossible movies. I really like her. She's apparently also in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh, yeah, she is. And so, again, nothing against her as a person but it's just like ah oh, i felt so bad for her yeah. character because no. like as soon as she showed up and in, in an adam sandler movie i'm like okay she's just there to be the lady for adam sandler i don't know what it is with adam sandler where he thinks all single moms are just not happy and hate their ex-husband and are super easy to woo but that is a trope in most adam sandler movies now that i'm thinking about it like, so many movies, there's a the Jennifer Aniston one where they go somewhere, mm-hmm. Blended, which is, I want to say, Meg Ryan. But he has a bunch of these movies where it's a single mom with kids, and he just walks in, and he's like, hey, I'm kind of nice to your kids, but I'm an asshole. Fuck me. And it works. Every time. Every it time. doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Especially because he is the worst shape I think he's been in this movie. He's clearly, like, pudgier than he normally is. He's wearing looser clothes. Yeah, and he's supposed to be a sad sack, but it's like, she's one of the most highest-ranking generals in the country, and she is gorgeous. She should have nothing to do with him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She she should be dating better people. But, like, (laughs) also, can we talk about just, like, Adam Sandler's character arc for a second? Because his character arc is he got second place in a Donkey Kong tournament when he was a kid, and that ruined his life. He did say he had, like, a wife who cheated on him. That was mentioned in the closet scene and never brought up again. But I feel like she cheated on him because he had low self-confidence because he lost in the championship of a video game tournament when he was 12. Yeah, and now he's like, I'm I'm so sad about that that I put my whole life into being, what was it, a nerd? The Geek Squad, basically? Yeah. And, like, he goes to her house to install a TV and a PlayStation, which, if anyone knows, you just plug both of those things in. Correct. His whole life is the worst because something that... Second place in the world is amazing. Yeah. How are you bummed about that? We made a movie about that guy. Literally that guy. In real life, that guy has a documentary. Like... 
And he's doing fine as doing far as fine. I know. Mm-hmm. The guy that um, uh, Peter Dinklage's character is based off, that guy is thriving in the world. He's doing very well. Mm-hmm. And he is a bad person. That guy's like a douche. Not a bad person. Well, he's the just thing. a mean person. Here's the thing. He, in uh, So we're referencing the movie King of Kong. Yes. Which is a great movie. You should watch it. It's super fun. Really fun. But that character whose name I'm going to look up now... Fire Blaster is no, no, what no, no, I wrote no. down the, as in, the character's name. In uh, King of Kong. Oh, oh, the, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Billy Mitchell. Yes, I did not pull it up faster. <laughs> uh, so Billy Mitchell... Oh, well, now I'm reading an article. Billy Mitchell from King of Kong embroiled a new Donkey Kong scandal. Basically, he was portrayed poorly in the movie because the movie needed a villain. Right. But now, of course, I'm reading about other things that were going on with... Billy Mitchell at the time. Yeah, Billy he, Mitchell is an interesting character and mm-hmm. I think is worthy of a movie in his own right. And we obviously know who's going to play him. Peter Dinklage? Martin Starr. Oh, yeah. He does look like Martin Starr. <laughs> yeah. He looks a lot like Martin Starr. So, who is an American dream. I love Martin Starr Martin Starr is so amazing. Much. And his is in the Spider-Man movies, he's just so good. He is my favorite part of the most recent Spider-Man movie, which I was planning to say again because I have something about that later. Great, we'll get. To we'll that come later. back to that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, anyway, so, so Billy Billy Mitchell has unfortunately gotten a little bit of a raw deal because mm-hmm. he's an asshole, but I don't think he's necessarily like evil. Yeah, he's not although a bad I, person. Although just... I don't know what this latest scandal is, so who knows? It's all video game stuff, most but likely. That's the thing. Like, I the the concept of then Billy the Billy Mitchell character then using his knowledge and like because because here's the next thing Mm -hmm. being good at a video game does not make you good with computers at all no they're not related all not even close so the fact that then like the peter dinklage character was like yeah yeah he was hacking computers such a jump big different thing Mm -hmm. what i would say is like oh he's really good at video games he is a world-class world-class pianist yeah stuff like that hand-eye coordination anything with your hands is better and it would actually work out really well now that I'm thinking about it out loud. If the, the that character is a world class pianist with a world class penis, yeah, like he's that's, the biggest dick and he's a great pianist. That's the joke. <laughs> it's a great joke. He does. That's a much better joke than anything they did in Pixar. He doesn't need to be in jail because, like, okay, uh, what? Why would why would I do this? Because you get to play video games in real life. I'm in. Yeah, all that's right, all you have to do. Yeah. And Who like would say no to I that. I think a douchey pianist is so much funnier than a douchey like convict. Yeah. Because he fits the bill as a convict. Like that made total sense. But if they were to like, what's he doing now? Oh, he's a trumpet player? That'd be so funny. Yes. I I look okay. Just missed every bump. So <laughs> let's boil this down. Okay. What is the essence of the movie Pixels? Like, what is the thing that makes it Pixels? I think the essence of the movie Pixels is the idea that these computer animated things are fighting regular people. Those are the scenes that they should have highlighted more. I Am agree. I answering your question correctly? Sort of. Okay. Because I, I think that's a, an important aspect that we need. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it now also. And for me, I feel like the essence of Pixels is playing all these arcade games when you're a kid is not a waste of your time. Okay, yeah. That's a great theme of this, of how I think this movie could have been handled. Which... In a modern era, we agree. It's mm-hmm. not. We're not 65, 70 years old who, people who think that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, those kids with their arcades. Yeah. Those kids are now our parents, and they were like, play some arcade games. And we're like, for sure. Yeah, it's super fun. 
I personally would like to see not arcade-style games. I want more updated games as the attacking things. That's one way I would take it, because the arcade, You're Wasting Your Life, wasn't as big as it was in the 90s when household consoles became so standard. I agree. And I think that would be a better... Because I think that's when people were like, you're wasting your life on video games, because you could literally waste your life on video games in that situation. Yeah. And I I, think that'd be fun. I have... Okay, so let's talk about that. So I agree with you. However, I think it should start with the 8-bit video games because that's when it was sent into space. So that's what they got. Okay. And so the movie introduces this concept of getting trophies. Like, we won this round, we get a trophy, and it's just a person. Yeah. Which is dumb and makes no sense. It's... And then when when the humans win, their, uh, their trophies are the dog from Duck Hunt. Which they needed to do more with. The fact that that was only in one little scene yeah. and never addressed again. I like that, the dog from is, Duck Hunt. That is a mistake. Mm-hmm. That dog needed to be popping up whenever something went wrong and just go... And just go... <laughs> exactly. Be so great. Because I have so many problems with Q-Bert. But again, we'll get to that. Whew. But what I mean is, <laughs> Q-Bert is a problem. Oh my god. What what they do with Q-Bert is oh, weird. It's bad. I do not like Q-Bert. <laughs> but uh, what I was going to say is, instead of having that as their trophy, that... It's for every victory they win, they get an upgrade. Okay, I would like that. So they move from 8-bit Atari arcade-style video games to the next progression of video games Mm -hmm. from that. Not necessarily the photorealistic, but what's the next? The next progression up from that is like Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I I would even. I wrote down that. I wrote down five video games. I think they could have used. Tell me, Pokemon. Love I would it. love if they had like a Pokemon battle and you had to fight the Pokemon. Kind I agree of thing. because Pokemon are so dangerous. Like it was like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to, I want to fly in the back of a Charizard. No, that is a don't. fire-breathing dragon, and it will eat you. Yeah, and if it gets spooked, it's dropping you. Yes. Yeah. There are literally just circle. The mimics of Pokemon are just spheres that roll around and explode. Yep. There are bombs everywhere. There are magnets that go around just because. What will that do to your computers? Just like that Ruin alone. It. Yeah. Done. But no, so I I would love a Pokemon thing. Need for Speed or any sort of racing game would yeah. have been better than... I did not like the Pac-Man idea that it's like, oh, you can just run from it in the car. That game is a puzzle, and if you try to run from it that way, it's just I, not I how Pac-Man works. I didn't hate it because I was like, all right, I guess it's kind of like Pac-Man. But there were like... Instead of firing a light gun at it, hit it with your car. Literally the thing that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the guy who invented Pac-Man's here. I'm in this movie, and it's degrading <laughs> for us both. And then he gets his handy, and that was such a dumb... It's, it's bad. Like, yeah. it was in the trailer, and I'm like, that's not good. Yeah, that was in the trailer. I was like, one, that's not even the, the guy. It's a it's an actor playing the guy. Is it? Yeah. Oh. So it's like, hmm. Not a great... Not a great look. But I would have liked Need for Speed. Yeah, it is an actor named Dennis Akiyama. Yes. He was in something worth note to... Repo Men? I think so. Pixels, Repo Men, and Johnny Mnemonic. Mm. Johnny Mnemonic is great. Sorry, keep going. So I would love a Mortal Kombat Street Fighter. I think that's the one where they take the... That would be a good one where the characters take the turn, where they realize... Right, it's like Mortal Kombat where you just duck and punch and you don't get hurt. Yeah. That would be great because that's like an actual strategy that bothers everybody. And I would, of course. Mm -hmm. And I would love it if they actually played some video games that have cheat codes. Yeah. So another one of the aspects of this game is the Peter Dinklage character 
won this tournament when he was a kid and then also won the Pac-Man game by cheating, which isn't a thing that exists. You can't do that. There are no cheat codes. Pac-Man does not have cheat codes. Donkey Kong doesn't have cheat codes. Specifically, the 1982 versions of these games Mm -hmm. do not have cheat codes. See, if they wanted to use cheat codes and use an arcade (laughs) game, like they could have done... Contrary, any of the ones where there's the Namco code, where it's like up, up, left, left, yeah. or whatever. They didn't do that. Well, that's the crazy thing. Like, I would have loved it if they were doing, like, playing one of those video games, and you see someone doing that. Mm-hmm. You're like, what are you doing? I'm doing the cheat code. What cheat code? The up, up, down, down thing. What? Dude, dude that's stupid. Just punch him. Just punch him in the face. And then he <laughs> does the thing, and then all of a sudden it works, and you're like, oh! And then it's like, the other two people start doing, like, start bouncing up and down, like, <laughs> this is working, this is working, we don't know. Yeah, like, they could have done it with, like, Peter Dinklage do it with the stick shift in his car. That would have been cute. But they just didn't. They just, they just show him, like, zooming around. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that defies the laws of physics. It doesn't make sense. You show it on the screen. If that's what's happening, I want to see it happening. Right? I want to see Peter Dinklage crazy zooming around corners mm-hmm. like he's the goddamn Flash. I want to watch him warp. But instead, what we got was a bad, like, Apple Maps looking thing with a car that just z- warped from one place to another on a map and then the general of the united states army was like how did you do that and peter dinklage is just like i'm not good no no one no one's gonna break physics in front of the army without them figuring out what they're doing in their equipment because here's the other thing not only is this a sci-fi movie where that crazy level of science fiction works they just established magic yeah they say in the movie that she came up with all of this stuff in like 30 hours she made it all. Yeah. She did it all, and she can't figure out how her car is working. And she falls for Adam Sandler. Well, it was a stressful situation I guess when that, people but, are stuck. But yeah, that, no. Okay. Yeah, it's stupid. So, all right. So, we get five video games. The mm-hmm. first two that we lose, the next three that we win. Yes. So, what's your first video game? Because um, their second was Pong. The order I would do would be like Pokemon Battle Open. Because I think that'd be the most spectacle everyone would love to see that. And we would lose that fight in a heartbeat if they were just, if they, if they, if aliens came deciding to be Pokemon, humans lose. That's my opinion on that. I, but that's not 8-bit. So, like, I still think that we should be ramping up. Like, right. Like, start at, like, the 8-bit arcade so, thing. And here's the thing. I think starting with Centipede was a clever idea. Mm-hmm. And even starting with Galaga. Would, was fine. But I feel like the obvious one is why didn't they start with Alien Invaders? Oh, yeah. Or Space Invaders. Space Invaders, excuse me. That would have been a great one to start with. Yeah. You're right. Like, you start with Space Invaders, and then literally they land and then take a console, a video game, something. Mm-hmm. And then what's the next thing that we lose? Well, it could go Space Invaders, then it could go... I like Centipede and Tetris. I feel like Tetris did not get used. I agree. Tetris would have been a fun they one. They used it a little bit, like, at the very, very at end. At the very, very end, I which I could I, easily I do better than I agree should use Pokemon, that. but I think Pokemon should be the replacement for Pac-Man. I think it should be number four. Okay. I have number four as Grand Theft Auto, is a thing. Because that's where you cheat, and I would love to see him but just it, summon a helicopter. It also has the best graphics. Not early Grand Theft Like, early Grand Theft Auto is pretty not great graphics. okay. So, like, if you... Because it's better than, like, Mortal Kombat early, but not by too much. But you... Do you win Grand Theft Auto? Because There think, are missions. Yeah, but I think part of what they do use in these video games is, like, it is... Well, all the arcade games didn't, like, didn't necessarily have, like, an end, which is right. why you get, like, the whole kill screen, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But... No, there wasn't... 
it, there's not like a victory the same way, but I'm not sure how you could use it, but it is the, one of the better uses of oh, cheating right. in a so game. number four, you wanted to do, uh, the racing game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So like, I do it as a race. don't like happen. the idea of using open world games. Okay. With the exception fair. of Pokemon, because there's no objective. Mm-hmm. I think getting a mission where you have to go talk to someone and activate a mission doesn't really work for me. Okay. What would you... Well, hold on. We're still on number two. Yeah, so yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, so what's I, your number two? Forward. So what, what's the step up te- technologically from uh, Space Invaders? So I think the next step up could actually be Pokemon. Okay. So Here uh, I'm on board. Yeah. And here I'm on board because it's Pokemon destroying us, kicking our butts. Yeah, and it'd be like Pokemon coming down, and this is where they just destroy the Taj Mahal instantly. Yeah. If you, they could do Pokemon there, or it could be Mortal Kombat there, for that matter. Too. I also think it's safer, because if you're having Pokemon do this, they're winning, and you don't have to watch us killing Pokemon. Yeah. Which I feel like would be problematic. Could be a problem. Yeah. Alright, great. So the number three. This is... So, theoretically, this is the one we get to where it's the highest level of technology, mm-hmm. because once we win, we take some of that technology back. Got it. So this is... This one could be Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat, even. This is where we learn to win. I'm trying to think of a game that's this level of technology where you just repeat, repeat until you win. Maybe, like, a Sonic Here's platformer? An, I like the idea of it being Street Fighter, mm-hmm. because then we have a reason to use the army. Okay. Because they're good at fighting. Mm-hmm. And it, and they think they'd be good at Street Fighter, but it's not regular fighting. Yeah, it's just like, they're literally throwing punches, and throwing punches does nothing against a fireball. Mm-hmm. And then Adam Sandler knows, oh, it's a fireball. If I just put my arm like this, that's a shield. Yeah, if you do the X or whatever with your arms, it blocks all damage. Right, and so like that's the sort of thing that he's trained and knows, because when you're a kid, you just practice doing that forever, and somehow you still develop that uh, muscle memory. Yeah, you just know how to do it. Yeah, that's a good place for it, too. I agree. And so then, number four, you wanted to be the, the racing game, Yeah, right? and the racing game with the most cheats that I think of is Grand Theft Auto. That's why I went with it. But I'm sure Need for Speed or any of those ones. This is the point where I would say Mario Kart. So I would agree, except I want the fifth battle, instead of all video games, to be just Super Smash Bros. So I, I feel like Super Smash Brothers is this is like Street Fighter. If we're doing Super Smash Brothers, but like that final battle wasn't one game. Like I'm thinking if they just brought in because it's a mix of all of these games, so they could have Street Fighter, Pokemon, Mario. So you could do Mario Kart Tier Two and literally bring them all back for one last fight, which I think personally would be pretty cool. I don't disagree. But I would be on board with Mario Kart here too because that's my favorite racing game of all time. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to overuse uh, Mario. Or, like, Nintendo specific. They didn't use Mario in this at all. He showed up in that final battle thing, like, when... Did he? When, like, Josh Gad is running around shooting people, he's just one of the things that is in the background. Oh, I don't even remember. They had a lot of those, like, oh, there's Sonic, oh, there's this guy, oh, there's that, like, how they do in Wreck-It Ralph, where they're yeah, just kind of, like, meandering but, you know, in, in the Wreck-It background. Ralph, it works. Yeah, because Wreck-It Ralph, they put thought into the movie. Yeah. They didn't just acquire the rights and say, yeah, we got the rights, do mm-hmm. the thing. And that's exactly what Pixels did. Because number five is just like, so they, it's everything everywhere, but what's mm-hmm. the actual final game? Because it needs to be... Oh, like of, how they fought Donkey Kong yeah. at the final game. Because there's a chaos going all around, and yeah, that's Super yeah, Smash yeah. Brothers. Op- that's open world. They literally get in the Grand Theft Auto car, drive around because it's mm-hmm. an open world battle. Yep. I think the but final I think it fight... also needs to be back to 8-bit. What about 
instead of 8-bit, we go back, but not all the way, and do, like, Mario 64 Bowser style, where you have to grab him by the tail and swing him around. I'm okay with that. That'd be a fun final fight, because it's Bowser. Yeah, and... That's true. Everyone wants their final fight to be against Bowser. Everyone wants a big dragon at the end. And I think Bowser is the best big dragon. Yeah. I just... Like, literally, they keep shooting Bowser and it keeps not working. Yeah. Because that's not how you get rid of Bowser. You have to get behind him. him, And in this case, grab him by his tail. Mm -hmm. He's helpless. You have him. Okay, can we get past? No, nothing's happening. What do we do? I've got him by the tail. And then, like, throw there's a bomb the over there. Yeah, and someone's like, oh, I gotta throw him that way. Great, I love it. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Or, if you want to do it too bit, it could even be you have to get behind him and press the button that you just didn't see. You pick up the axe. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, you pick up the axe and break the floor underneath it. Right, which, all of them. Oh. Like, li- <laughs> well, literally, it could be a downward progression of Bowser. So the first time they beat Bowser, it's, like, they pick him up, throw him into a bomb, and then, like, his graphics get worse. Oh, that'd be fun. And then they have to get past him again, and this time it's something else. And then the last one, they finally have to get past him. Everyone has to get to the other side while he's, like, just jumping up and down 2D scroller fireballing. stuff. <laughs> yeah. And they finally have to grab the axe in order to make the bridge drop. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where, no, I can't grab the axe until you're here. I can't grab the axe until you're here. Do it! Do it! And then... Axe! No, and the then president's it's Bowser, falling. It's Bowser and, the, and, the, and yeah, exactly. Like that's exactly what I'm thinking. Like they're just all falling with Bowser into mm-hmm. the. And Adam Sandler's just standing over everyone, crying, holding the axe. Like I saved the world, but <laughs> yeah. my, I don't even know if my princess is in this castle. <laughs> it's definitely in another castle. Yeah, that's a great. And that's he's just holding that axe. Is like I swear, if Toad is here. <laughs> And not, uh... He goes into the next Not Violet. Yeah, she's not there. It's Toad just being like, uh-oh. And he just kills Toad. It's like, it's over there! <laughs> to be fair, we all wanted to kill Toad at one point. It'd be cathartic to see that on screen. We've seen that dorkly video. That, like, mm-hmm. minute and 15 second dorkly video where Mario just goes nuts. Yep. It's great. It's fun. I like dorkly videos like that. Yeah, they did a follow-up where it's like, Mario just being nice to everyone. It's like, literally shot for shot the same video, but he's just being nice to everybody. Oh, that's funny. And it's honestly wonderful i really like their like p- what pokemon probably think of their next evolution yeah and it's like they're like oh i'm an ice cream cone now i'm just a bigger ice cream cone what the hell this is awful oh <laughs> uh, well now i've got i was i exposed to radiation why is there now two of me <laughs> yeah okay so that's those are our big moments mm-hmm. in terms of like other plot going on do we want there to be like marital problems between the president and his wife I still think the concept of, like, our other movie, but that's another movie mm-hmm. that we're going to write. So, when I was recasting this, and I came to the wife character, I cut her entirely out. I have no problem with that. I think that's the better way to go. I recast this movie pretty significantly in a lot of different ways. I could not be more yeah. excited. Um, so, I I personally would just get rid of that entire, because it didn't cool. add anything it, and only took away from a character. I agree with that as well. Mm-hmm. It, but I, I still I, want to make the <laughs> reason why I feel like they did it is because they're like we only have one woman mm-hmm. we need another woman I do believe that might have been part of it I also think there might have been something more there they do have yeah. one of the it's, a bigger name as her she's again, higher bill Jane Krakowski yeah she's great 30 Rock was just over at this time too maybe not just over that's wrong I feel Kimmy like Schmidt is, was going on, though. This is mid-Kimmy Schmidt. This is mid-Kimmy Schmidt. Or early Kimmy Schmidt. Either way, she's still a star. She, yeah. 
We've she known her Jane since the eighties. She was in vacation. Like what was she? Yeah, she was the cousin in vacation who's like, okay. Daddy says I'm the best French kisser or something. Oh one of my favorite no. lines in that movie. It's so funny. I have not seen it. That is not good. Oh well, I mean it's an eighties movie starring Chevy Chase. What you think there's gonna be good stuff in it? Touche. <laughs> uh, but I mean, like, so what other things do we need to cover? Like, what do we want this Brenner character to be do? Like, how do, like, what do, do we want the opening to be just them sitting around playing video games and then he loses this thing and it wrecks his life? Well, for one, Brenner should totally be a woman because oh, yeah, this no, movie I, would be better. I also cast a female Brenner. Me too. Yeah, great. But no, it should start with, in my opinion, her lo- getting second place. But it should start with her getting second place and everyone telling her she only got second place because girls can't win. I agree with that. And, and I, I think that's I didn't think about I didn't think about that prior, but as soon as you said that, I'm like, yes, absolutely mm-hmm. that, yes. Cause then there's the whole it cause it doesn't destroy her life in that situation, but it sends a message that will yeah. stick with her forever. Just entrenched sexism and just mm-hmm. like like catering to the patriarchy. Yep. And, and then she goes to the army where they're like, a woman can't tell us what to do and how to fight these things. And she's like, no, but I'd probably be the best person. And they're like, no, fuck you. And it takes her the whole movie to be like, wait, no, I am the best person. Fuck you guys. That's a good arc. Part part of me is like, it's a little on the nose. And I don't think women need to be told by two dudes like that they're empowered. Yeah, that's true. But at the same time, there's still people who believe this. Yeah. And while I don't think we should be as necessarily as overt as I think that we will be, it's pixels. Mm-hmm. I do think that that's a better message than, look at this schlub. Yeah. That's, he's, he's our new god. Right. I'm not trying, I'm not sitting here trying to tell women how to be empowered. I just think that's a good story. I agree that's with my, you. That's my, that's my track I, on it. I agree with you entirely. Mm-hmm. And I, and I honestly think that's our story. It's just like, and she's friends with this, uh, this person who becomes president because that, that's honestly hilarious. I really like that. Like, that bit where they finally cut to, like, oh, and then, ah, your wife hates you. Yeah, but this and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we, like, see on the TV, <laughs> President this made another whoopsie. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. And your brain's slowly processing that they're doing the George Bush thing. The best, the fact that the best joke in the movie is that he's president and that happens in the first two minutes is very telling of how bad of a comedy this movie yes. is. Yes. There were some other moments where I genuinely laughed, but I honestly don't remember any of them. Yeah, I think I did laugh most learning he was Bush. Yeah. Like, I think that might have been my... But there were there were a couple jokes here and there. There were a couple jokes where I was like, I can't believe you made a human being say this. Mm-hmm. Like, when they're... Res- like, the first quote-unquote trophy, when they rescue the dude and they, they get him out, and he's like, "Where's my- why didn't my mama come and rescue me? Mm-hmm. And then they finally rescue him, and, like, the president... First of all... Totally irresponsible as a president to be involved in there at all. But also... For so many reasons. <laughs> for so many reasons. But also, like, when he shows up and he's like, he rescued that army guy. And he's like, you're my second favorite president. But you know Obama's still my guy, right? And I'm like, we get it. You're black. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, no. And it's a shame because that guy, Atheon Crockett, pretty funny guy. Probably. I really wish they just let him make up his own lines kind of thing. Yeah. He's a he's a pretty solid stand-up and he's on Wild and Out. So, like, I've known him for a long time. But he's always doing those kind of roles because he needs to pay the bills. Who doesn't? Exactly. Like, I will never judge the... I will usually never judge the performer for doing something like that. I don't judge anyone for joining this movie except Adam Sandler. 
he is the only person who it was like, you should have just said and no, here's man. Because here's the thing. Like, he's not having fun with something that clearly looks like it's going to be the most fun. You're getting to play live action mm-hmm. video games. For the, for just worth saying, we're, I don't want to change the plot of this movie. Yeah. The plot is fine. I want to change the tone of it. Like, I don't think this movie needed to be. I want people to be, be a, enjoying this movie. Yeah. This movie should have been a comedy the same way, like, Endgame and Infinity War have jokes. That's my take on this kind of thing. I don't need so many jokes from Adam Sandler constantly. I could take a few good jokes here and there, but... You you want this to be a Marvel-style action movie? I think that's how I would like it. I disagree, because I don't... I think this concept is too zany, and they need to... it needs to be a little bit too silly for it to actually be that serious. Okay. I like that. Like, I feel like it needs to be on the level of, like, Galaxy Quest. Okay, so even campier than... Yeah. Okay, I... That, that level, that That's level fine. of comedy. Yeah, like, there's like, a... crazy things are happening, like, mm-hmm. crazy serious things are happening, but at the end of the day, this is a comedy. Right. It is a comedy first, everything else that's happening is second. Those things are still so happening. what about more, like, rag... To keep the Marvel thing from me, just like the idea of how like Thor Ragnarok, definitely a comedy over an action movie, but still an action movie. Is that the kind of... Closer. I like Galaxy Quest a lot. I don't know why I'm arguing with that. That's a great way to take this. I mean, at the end end of the day, it's a... The the reason why is just whatever it presents first. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a Thor movie first and a comedy second. As opposed to Galaxy Quest, which is a comedy first and the... And the sci-fi movie second. 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 That's how I would organize it. Fair enough. Because this, I think... This movie could have been good if the jokes were better, because that's what it's missing. It would have helped the if the jokes were better. The action movie elements are fine. It needed to be a better comedy. I do disagree. I did not like the action. I felt like they there were a lot of like we're showing that this might happen, and then it happened, and it happens off screen. You're right. I, I would have liked a lot more like seeing them actually fight the centipede kind of thing. Like that actually was the best fight, but like. Most of them yeah, were a lot by of just far. That was the best mm-hmm. fight because it was the only fight. Because it was the only time they actually fought. Yeah, I would have liked to see the army fail at fighting yeah. Galaga. That would have been fun to watch. I a hundred percent agree with that. And I would have liked more of those kind of action set pieces, which any they superhero movie for their gets. second game, Pong. Yep. The least, and then they redesigned Pong. It's literally the least interesting game they could have picked. It's not even like arcade game. It's just some, like, it, I don't know if it was ever in arcades. It probably was, but it's just a stick going up and down. That's all you need for Pong. I agree. God. They just made so many bad choices. They, they made the same choices that I think, unfortunately, Adam Sandler has made with a lot of his career. And I know mm-hmm. I shouldn't, I keep, we keep bragging on Adam Sandler, but honestly, he deserves it. It goes then, back to it. Uh, but, and it's, they picked the lazy choice. Mm-hmm. They picked the lazy choice with the love interest. Like, oh yeah, it's a hot lady. They're going to get together because he's the star and he's a hero. What hot lady wouldn't want that? Mm-hmm. Many. Many of them. They, they Oh, uh, video games. What's a video game you've heard of? Centipede. Pong. Sure. <laughs> what? Uh, Q-Bert. Why not? Yeah, yeah. That's a character. In retrospect, and going back to it, I'm not that big a fa- as big a fan of Ready Player One as I was when I first read it. The movie, okay. the movie's terrible. Yeah. I was, I was but questioning where I, we were going. I still <laughs> love the book. It's a fun book. I didn't. But it's that one book. of those things where, like, when people have pointed out some problems to, in it to me, I'm like, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. But like, th- 
what made it interesting was they picked obscure things. Right. Like, they picked uh, Joust. Joust was a huge part of that book. And right. It, it's a weird thing that, like, people who grew up at the time were like, oh, yeah, Joust. Because it was popular at the time. Yeah, they, they picked, picked the games that we know about now, but those are not the games we knew about then. That was, like, a big problem with the movie. Like, the book, one big part of it was that they had to live through War Games? One of those, like, really B-list movies because it was that guy's favorite movie exactly. for Exactly. And then, then in the movie, it was The Shining, which is... Which... Everybody knows The Shining. Everyone knows The Shining. And did not fit in that tone of movie no, at all. No, not at all. But this all. isn't about Ready Player One. I mean, it is a little bit, because Ready the failure of Ready Player One is very similar to the failure of this. Exactly. It, they're they, it, there's they're a lot there. Easy corp- I mean, look, this is a very, very hard movie to get made. There's a lot of IP here. Right. But, and I know that it's very difficult to get something like this made if you're not Disney making Wreck-It Ralph, and you're Disney saying, we can do this. And everyone else going, you're right, we're sorry, please don't buy us. <laughs> please don't shut us down. And... And I understand that that it's difficult with that, especially because these are things that have existed for a long time and are owned by other companies. And Nintendo's one of those companies like Disney that is real hard to get some of that IP. Yeah, I just talked a few episodes ago about the Super Mario Brothers movie. Because of that movie, Nintendo will never make another video game movie. They are making a uh, Super Mario Illumination movie by the people who made, like, Minions. I disagree with that. It can, I, it, I agree it with cannot, you. It cannot be. <laughs> it's um, not going to go well. No. I'll say um, that immediately. But like, it's, so we get that it's really, really difficult to make these kinds of movies. And we get that because of that. Litigation movie ruins I, movies I too know, much. Uh, uh, compromises must, must be made. Right. Of course. But we're making the ideal remake. So we're getting Space Invaders, Pokemon, Street Fighter, Mario Kart, and Bowser. We get what we want. That's right. I agree. It is ideal. Mm-hmm. And so with that in mind, I honestly think it should just be like, I I want to see them having to put on these crazy outfits that are like emitting light so that they can fight uh-huh. the street fighters. You know, like this is what I would, I would like them to play like that light cycle game from basically Tron, but like in those weird things, because there are these awesome like uniforms where you yeah. look like you're like... You look like Tron from that movie. I will eventually have to do Tron on this podcast, but that's a, it's a topic for another yeah. day. It's an okay movie. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. And exactly then, why I have to talk about it. I would it. love that, though. Like, that'd be cool if they then they do the thing. it's basically just competitive snake. Mm-hmm. And you get on a motorcycle, and it's a cool design of, a, like, a yep. cycle. And, that'd like, cool. at the very end, when they finally beat all of, like, the, the invaders from space, if they take all the graphics from them, and the, these invaders are just at the point of, like, being a... A video game on the TI-83. <laughs> Just the calculator game. Yeah. So we need to get into casting because we're already been talking for a while. But before we do, I just have to talk about how much I hate Qbert. Okay, yeah, yeah let's do that. I'm, I'm on board because Qbert ruins so many things about this movie for me. First of all, Qbert doesn't talk. Yeah. Who made Qbert talk? Whose decision was that? It was like, I, that feels like a corporate note of like, well, we have to understand what Qbert's saying. Why? What? Qbert doesn't Q- talk. That's literally one of the things about Qbert. He just goes, and like that's Qbert. And then to have Qbert at the very end turn into the random hot no, lady. Yeah, that was that disgusting. Is so disgusting. That was and bestiality. And it's... Well, it, that's not even that. It's just like they literally killed Qbert and turned him into this other person because that's not who Qbert was. And what's even worse about that? That actress never says anything. Yeah, and she is. A fairly prominent actor. Yeah. Ashley Benson, is that her name? Some, I think so. She was like on that. Pretty Little Liars. She's yeah, dating Benson. Cara Devangeline or somebody like that. She's somebody of note in our 
scope. And they literally boiled her down to, well, she's hot. They boiled her down to she has swords and she's willing to kiss Josh Gad. That's the only two things we know about this And person. it was because Josh Gad was willing to die. Yeah, willing to die for this stranger because she was pretty. Right. In a, if this movie had been even slightly better, he would have done that thing. She would have stabbed him in the stomach and kept going. And then just kept moving. I would have loved that And then, scene. like, the only reason that Josh Gad would have lived is because he would have just been sitting there impaled by a sword. like, well, I don't... I can't imagine why this could have gone any worse. <laughs> I don't know how I could have done this better. And then, like, and then they win and everything gets vi- like pixelated and back into the sky. The sword gets pixelated and he's fine. And he just stands up. Yeah. Or like, even if they didn't want to kill him off, Peter Dinklage could have shot that girl while she was about to kill him. Yeah. Like he came to save the day and he didn't even get to save like, the day. And there's no reason that she should be in any way interested in Josh Gad because he's a weird, creepy incel. Mm. Well, he's not an incel. I will defend Josh Gad's character as not a bad person. He's just a strange human being. I mean, I would, I mean, you know what the term incel means, right? Involve, yes. Okay, yeah. Yes, he is an okay. incel. He, he just doesn't, I, he I didn't seem like a I wouldn't necessarily hatred. throw him in the Gamergate category. Yeah, that's where I was going with it. But he is definitely like a weird, creepy dude. Yes, he might be by definition an incel yes yes not in terms of uh not personality wise yes i i don't see him on message boards harassing women right but he did reference that he uses 4chan so i take it back immediately that's also true yeah and he also like basically just like oh well i've always been attracted to you i expect sex now please to be fair he did expect a fiance before sex that's a thing he demands before anything. Well, that was so weird. It's like, oh, like Peter Dinklage says, are you going to introduce me to your girlfriend? And then he says, oh, my fiance. He didn't, a- he did not, <laughs> he did not ask her. He didn't even look at her. He was just like fiance now. And she was like, okay. Yeah. It's just, oh, uh, it was. And, and, then, and then to, to have Cubert turn into her after Cubert kind of made me like him when he got yeah. almost killed because Cubert almost dies and Michelle Monaghan almost kills herself to save this little pet and like I'm like oh thank god he's alive I like him now because he's adorable even though he's weird and then immediately they're like no he's no longer Cubert he's this girl who's gonna fuck Josh Gad no it, I don't it. want that at all absolutely none of it it's all bad nothing's okay uh, yeah I would have rather him be duck hunt dog and didn't say anything and just had a doggy there the whole time yes that would have been great that's exactly what because I wanted because at the end when Kubert's transforming it sure looks like Kubert's in pain and dying it, it, he is screaming yes he is going ah! and then he turns into this woman that Josh Gad immediately grabs and kisses it's not the same woman We do, I do want to clarify that this is a whole other version of that girl. It just looks the same. It Correct. is a person with its own opinions, and he grabs it and makes out with it before checking with it twice. Yeah. It's the second woman he does that to. Uh, I'm losing respect for Josh Gad's character as I speak. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I have no problem with Josh Gad. Josh Gad's character, monster. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's a very good reason why we haven't talked about Josh Gad's character until this point in this episode, because there's nothing there for us. There is nothing redeeming I'm perfectly happy to have him. a third person slash fourth person just because i think it's funny i think you need just Josh Gad's character but like oh my god you need that character to make the plot move yes um i and i like the idea of them having a conspiracy theory buddy do you yeah, want to get like into the, the I like casting the now because stuff, i have yes. a good idea for josh gad's character do you want to start with josh gad's character i'm on board all right so i gender flipped a lot of people okay and i think the best person to play ludlow josh gad's character 
would be Zendaya playing Mary Jane from Spider-Man Far From Home. Interesting choice, because my casting for Ludlow Lamanson is Jacob Batalon. Oh. Who plays Ned in Spider-Man yeah, Far From Home. we had the exact same idea, yeah. just through all different characters. I mean, I use Zendaya a lot. Like, I literally used her last episode, I which see. is why I would potentially go... I mean, like, the concept of kind of the, the dude living in his mom's basement... Mm-hmm. I like the idea of playing with that, and I'd love it if it's just this dude, but he's just, like, not that. Yeah. He's like, yeah, no, I'm living in my mom's basement. Do you have any idea how expensive things are right now? Yeah, like an actual take on, like, what our lives are like as a 20-something living now. It's nice that you think I'm still in my 20s. Um, 30-something. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But yes, that. Like, literally, like, and because Jacob Batalon's, like, a legitimately cool dude, he'd be like... Yeah, no, we have a problem. Mm-hmm. And also because I want to see him singing. Okay. I, that was one reason I wanted Zendaya, because she can because sing. Because she, yeah. she can sing and she's great. And and I liked the idea of the, that character co- having a crush on a video game character their whole life, because that is a thing that does happen. Absolutely. I would like to see her having a crush on Solid Snake. Ha. And then instead of Ashley Benson playing that, it's instead... Kurt Russell playing Solid Snake, and they don't make out, but he does fight on their side at the end there, because Kurt Ru- Solid Snake's based on Kurt Russell from Is Escape it? from New York. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, like, the 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 look of I it. I mean, I'm writing that down. Mm-hmm. It, it would be such a great, like, so many layers of jokes to have Kurt Russell show up as Solid Snake, but for Zendaya to have a crush on him, this girl who... Can play anywhere between 16 and 30 if she tried. That's true. And Kurt Russell, who's, what, 60, 70? At least. And her lusting for him, but him not reciprocating. I love that. I think it's funny. Let's make Jacob Batalon have the crush on Kurt Russell, Solid Snake. Okay, I'm on board with that. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So we we make it Jacob instead of Zendaya, but keep... Keep Kurt Russell Salt Snake because I love every everything about what you just said. I thought, and he's in great. Super Smash Bros, so it tied in with the last Absolutely. battle. Absolutely, it yeah. works out so well. And just this concept of like, then they have to hide under a cardboard box together, and it's super romantic. Oh, that'd be adorable. And then they cut away, like, what's going on under a cardboard box? And the box? box is shaking. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it works so well. Yeah, that's a great. Cool. So we started there. Let's mm-hmm. now talk about Brenner because we both both cast ladies. All right. So I have. Three pretty good choices. You're going to have to pick one. I'm going with Kristen Ritter is my top choice. Ooh, interesting choice. I would like, because she has the sadness. She can do that if she wants to. I mean, Jessica Jones slash Breaking Bad. You merge those two two characters together. Mix with Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23 where she's hilarious. Boom. Action star. That's what I want. I mean, Kristen Ritter is for sure, definitely, and always an action star. She's Mm -hmm. amazing. I did not cast an action star. Okay. I cast an actress named AD Bryant. Okay, I know. Who you'd know from SNL. Yes, yes. And Shrill. Mm-hmm. So I cast her because I could totally see her being the kind of the nerd that was hanging out with the dudes playing video games when she was uh, in middle school. Okay. Just like instead of going out and doing like, ugh, Brenner, why don't you do like girl stuff? It's like, I, I just want to play video games with the, mm-hmm. with the guys. See, I, I agree. I could see Kristen Ritter being that person, too. I absolutely could, as well. A.D. Bryant is a lot different. Yeah. I think they're, like, we the cast opposite. Very, you cast them for the Marvel movie. I mm-hmm. cast for the comedy. Right. And if we're going the comedy, I like the A.D. Bryant. And if we're going for the Marvel, I like Kristen Ritter. Mm-hmm. So let's see who else we have and come back to that, because that's a very different tone for a movie. Cool. Let's go with our President Will Cooper. Right. So my President Will Cooper, I also had another SNL care person, but different kind of tone for this person's individual performance because i had michael shea 
Oh, that'd be fun. Michael Shea could very easily... So we had a George Bush Jr. for our analogous. So who's a, who is a better president than George Bush? Well, Obama, was, Obama. A president, was a better president. I have that exact concept where I want the president to be playing a caricature of Obama instead of Bush. Who do you have? So this is a weird one. I want Fluffy, a.k.a. Gabriel Iglesias, the stand-up comedian. Bold choice. Very bold. I think he's funny. He's sympathetic constantly. He's always fun to, like, watch him talk. And he has this sitcom out now that's pretty good where he shows a little bit more range than I thought he would have. Interesting. Yeah, I just... He's one of those guys who has this huge following, and I... I would like to see him do other things, and he fits this Kevin James bumbling. He does. Like, he fits Is that. Is that the kind of president we want? Do we want the bumbling president? In a way, because but. Because here's the thing I love more, Gabriel Iglesias, yeah. and I will happily go with him if that's who you want. Mm-hmm. So I just want to make sure that you're comfortable with. I like Michael Che more and once you brought it up, because that'd be. He's more professional. He is. Yeah. Do we want. Because, like, we think of Michael Che, and he's doing, like, the. I keep wanting to say last week tonight. Uh, the, the weekend update. Weekend update, thank you. Yes. And so, like, that's kind of how we think of him, the kind of, like, this dry delivery. Mm-hmm. And I could definitely see him playing video games, but we, I also could see Gabriel Iglesias. It's very different. I could see, and I could very easily see Gabriel Iglesias being friends with A.D. Bryant, mm-hmm. and I could very easily see Michael Shea being friends with Kristen Ritter. Yep. It's like we switched. Yep. I think Michael Shea works better with Kristen Ritter. I think Michael Shea just works better, honestly. I think... So do you want to do Michael Shea, Kristen Ritter? Yeah, yeah, I'm on board with that. Okay. Mainly because I I just think Kristen Ritter is perfect for this, too. As much as I love A.D. Bryant. I think that's a fun mix. Mm-hmm. So that brings me to Violet Van Patten. Okay. I made a dude. Be- Same. It doesn't have to be heteronormative. We already have one homosexual relationship. We do. So. That, that does not to say. That's not to not say that we, we don't that, need. It's not that we can't have more than one. Mm-hmm. However. That will come up later as well. Okay. But I, I cast a dude. The dude I have is not going to be as well known. Okay. Um, I found him just because he was just a generally funny person and because I think he's one of those people who's kind of on the rise. Okay. It's a stand-up comedian named Matt O'Brien. Oh, I love Matt O'Brien. Yeah. He's a good co- choice. So, like, kind of like, the character he portrays when he's doing stand-up is someone who's very competent, but, like, the world is crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's what this character is. Yeah. So it's kind of, and then, like, also, he's just generally an attractive dude. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that kind of worked. I I also changed the gender. I also I went. I wanted someone who was just gonna be eye candy. Okay. Like I flipped the stereotype in my head where I was like, Michelle Monaghan. There was just there to be pretty. She had a lot to do, but she was just there to be pretty. She was the most. She was capable person there. She should have been, but I didn't. I did not feel like the movie handled her that it way. Did not. So I went with an actor who I think is fine, but is best in How movies. How are you using where the word fine? He can act sometimes. I meant, but you're using. Oh, he's fine. He is gorgeous too. Uh, well, is a, he fine? He's both. All right, good. Yes, just just checking. He in. is, but he is my always choice for. Oh, he's just going to be eye candy. I'm going to go with Channing Tatum. Yeah, because he's pretty. He's capable enough to do comedy. Like, he's done funny things in the past. He's not a terrible actor. I I think he's very funny, and I think he's a good actor. Yeah, okay. I, I like Channing Tatum. Are, is anyone going to believe... Are you going to make him not a scientist, then? No, I'm going to make him exact same scientist. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think it's believable in the same way that, like, it's believable Chris 
Pratt is a scientist and they're not Chris Pratt. Ryan Reynolds is a scientist in all the movies he's been scientists in. And Jake Gyllenhaal is a scientist. Fair enough. I'll give that to you. Mm-hmm. Or that Fluffy is president for that matter. But I like the idea of Matt O'Brien. I just went with somebody who I knew better, basically. That's fine. Like, Channing Tatum would definitely put more butts in seats. Mm-hmm. I feel like we'd have to come up with some in-universe reason for that. Mm-hmm. And I would love it if Channing Tatum is a nerd, and it's just like a ridiculously huge nerd, and the first thing that he invented was something to make him hot. Okay. I would like that. And the first thing he invented was like a pill to take or something. Yeah. And literally doing that, he immediately got recruited by the government. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't want him going through div- through a divorce. I don't I'm, want any of like, that. Like, I'm perfectly happy having him be a single dad. Because mm-hmm. I, I honestly think a child is important in a movie about video games. I like the child being the third trophy that they take, too. I, I thought that was a good, like... I okay. Agree. They knew what they were doing there. Yes. I, I agree with that as well. Mm-hmm. Because they need a princess in another castle. The princess is just like the kid. Exactly. And I don't necessarily have a problem with them rescuing a kid as opposed to having a problem with them rescuing a princess. But I digress. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, But I think it would be funny if, like, Channing Tatum was like, yeah, all of a sudden I was hot. And, like, I I, I knocked up this lady. I didn't know about protection. It had never come up in my life yeah, before. He just has no idea how the world works around yeah, him. Just, he did, and because, like, as soon as like, his, he was this person who was kind of, like, tucked away... And then he, like, made himself attractive, and then he's been tucked away by the government. And I would love a scene of him. Because there's a robot in this movie, and we don't talk about it. They never talk about it. They never talk about... I forgot about that robot with this amazing brain thing, and Josh Gad's falling... Like, what can you do? And they never answer. They almost build a really interesting world, and then keep hedging. Yep. It's like they had an idea of other movies to make. Yeah. And they were like, ah, fuck, we need to make the Sandler one like, first. Did they think they were going to do Pixels 2? I think they did. Uh, I don't like it. I think they did. Like, because there's just so much in that movie that needed to be explained that they had to have, like, at least thought they were building I mean, a universe. oh, we're going to a government secret site. Well, of course the government has robots. Uh, but, like, but what? Like, do, do that? I want to know more. Like, I yeah. was so curious about that, the avocado head dude. But that brings us to Eddie. So, here's the thing about Eddie. Uh, or what was his name? Uh, Flame... Flame Blast... Fire Blaster. Fire Blaster. <laughs> yeah. The thing about Eddie that I think is important is... Part of the reason why they cast Peter Dinklage is because Peter Dinklage is a phenomenal actor. Yes. But it also... But I think because they got to cast Peter Dinklage, they also get, got to cast the young little person who was... Who was portraying him. I thought that was Peter Dinklage in, like, CG stuff. I did not realize they got a younger person to play him. I assumed they did. If they didn't... Now I'm mad at this movie. Uh-huh. I'm looking this up. Yeah. No, it is a... Yeah, it's a different person. It is it's, a different person. It's uh, An- Andrew Bainbridge. That is a, that is good. Uh, but And I think that that's amazing. And one of the things that I've been hearing a lot about recently is actors with disabilities and how mm-hmm. they're the least represented group in Hollywood, especially the groups that aren't necessarily like physically presenting mm-hmm. so like and so like whenever they need someone in a wheelchair they'll cast someone who can walk around because it's easier than getting someone who's really in a wheelchair right so i went with an actor who is who has a disability and is working towards more representation for actors with disabilities okay and literally has a show out right now about being a person with disability so the show is called Special, mm-hmm. and it is written and starring an actor named Ryan O'Connell. Okay. Now, 
I listened to an, like a writer's panel interview with Ryan O'Connell, mm-hmm. and Ryan both has uh, cerebral palsy and also happens to be very flamboyantly gay. Okay, that'd be fun. And to the point where he kept, like, during the interview, he kept saying LOL in reactions to things. And the first time I was like, oh, that's funny. Second time I was like, okay. And the third time I wanted him to die. LOL. It just, it just <laughs> kept happening. I bet. And That'd so it was one of those things where, like, kind of like a Billy Eichner-style character, where it's, like, that level of villainy, and it's just like, you're just you're just being an asshole, but we can't call you out on being an asshole. I love that. And so that, and so with that in mind, even though we're doing the Jacob battle on with the crush on Solid Snake, we can also very much have the Ryan O'Connell. I'm on board. Um, I think that's better than my... Because of what you were saying, I started changing my casting immediately. Because my original cast was like, a, one of the Chris's is what I wrote down. Chris For Evans. Eddie? I think it'd be really funny to watch Chris Evans be a douchebag again. Yeah. Or Chris Pat Pratt. Or Chris Pine. Any of them yeah. could be a douche. No. But you're right. It's so much better to keep somebody with a disability. I thought Josh Blue, because he's got CP and he's also an asshole. And like, that's his bit. That yeah. he's an asshole. But I think you you definitely thought this through way better and have a much, <laughs> much right. stronger point. Cool. Ryan I like that a lot. It is. Yeah. Uh, then I have four more roles. Okay, I only have two, so... Did, did you recast the kid? I did not, because I just said kid could play kid. All right. I don't know who will be a kid that'll be on the horizon. <laughs> I, I went with... I mean, if we start filming now... Okay. I went with an actress named Kaylee Fleming. Where's she from? She's been in Star Wars, Walking Dead, Peppermint. So basically, this kid's already a nerd icon. Let's put her in the video game movie and make her really the nerd icon. Okay. I'll go with it just because you didn't say one of the kids from Stranger Things. Correct. Yes. Everyone says the kids from Stranger Things, and they're too old. Mm-hmm. And that's all I was thinking. I was like, well, we can't do the Stranger Things kids. Who else? What other kids it's, do it's I know? It's Stranger Things and It. And those, it. Are the, those are the kids. I was thinking maybe the, the littler kid from Blackish, but... He comes up too. Yeah. Or she comes up, too. Both of them. Yeah. yeah. Little yeah, kids, no, I should have said. <laughs> and so, like, because one of the things about this movie is there are a lot of people who are playing these roles. And this movie's four years old. So a lot of, like... They could have played him again. Yeah. Brian Cox could still very easily be Admiral Porter. Yeah. he. You don't even but have I, to change But him. I cast someone else anyway because I just went with a full different... Everything. Who did you cast as a... As Blow Everything Up General Guy? J.K. Simmons? I did Laura Dern. We'll go with Laura Dern, then. Yeah. Same kind of concept. Absolutely. Where I think it's it, like it's a good choice. I like J.K. Simmons. I just had just recently my, watched Star Wars again. Mine's and she a one for up. one, and, and Laura Dern is great. Yep, and I think it's that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So then I've got so you threw out the first lady, which I'm perfectly happy to do. Let's not even talk about the first lady. Yeah. So the last one that I have is that 1982 championship MC. Oh, so you want to get rid of Dan Aykroyd? Well, I want to replace Dan Aykroyd with a slightly better Dan Aykroyd. Okay. So who did you get? Bill Murray. Okay, I'm on board. Okay. <laughs> um, I do have one other cast. Please tell me. Um, I replaced Sean Bean playing what I assumed was just Sean Bean with uh, just Sean Bean. I think he could keep playing that character, but we I think he should die. Can't. Uh, I Well, if we were casting Sean Bean, yes, he should die. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, we can't cast Sean Bean anymore. He's done things. Okay. Fair. I missed that. Uh, it, it wasn't very well publicized, but basically because he was in Green Book... He was like, uh, I oh, forgot he was even in Green Book. It, it's cool for I, me to see the, say the N-word. I was in Green Book. Real? Well, okay, so Sean Bean can no longer play Sean Bean I, in I this. I feel like Sean Ge- Bean needs a couple years time out, and he needs mm-hmm. to actually come forward and say, I was wrong. 
Here's why. Yes, I will agree with that. Did not was unaware of this story, and it should uh, be told to everybody more often. So instead of Sean Bean, I'll have Kit Harrington play Sean Bean. Great. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Corporal Hill, Kit Harrington. Yes, done. I just thought it was funny that Sean Bean was in this movie to begin with because he made that no was sense so as weird. that character. Because as soon as he walked out, I was like, "Is that Sean Bean? Mm-hmm. Why is he here? We're in Australia." Okay. But it's Sean Bean still. And then the Prime Minister of England was uh, Fiona Shaw, who is Miss Dursley from Harry Potter. Yeah, that was, that was so weird. It was just like a weird and few that, moments. And those bits weren't funny. No, they were terrible. And they were like, I don't, I don't understand what you're saying. Neither do I. Oh, God, <laughs> such a weak Accents joke. are funny. But we also understood what she was saying. It wasn't like she was British. It wasn't like she was Dutch speaking English with some weird, crazy accent. Like, she was British-speaking English. We all understand. Alex Kane hates the Dutch. No, they just are hard to understand sometimes. Alex Kane <laughs> says Dutch should stop talking. You know what? Um, I'm not digging myself out of this hole. You can just throw, the, <laughs> throw some dirt right on top of me. I'm all right, done. <laughs> cool. So that's all of our cast. So now yes. we've got to talk about our writer and our director. Unless you had a writer-director. Um, I kind of did have a writer-director. All right. Um, so then but I did decide that I want the writer to be separate, so I decided that the writer-director was only going to write, and I got a different director. Alright, so, so tell me who uh, who's just writing. So I started with Taika Watiti as the director, yep. and then I decided, no, that guy can write it. I think he's smart, I think he's great, I love him, I think he could write this, and I think he he'd do a really could. good job. He comes up so much. I'm sure, and he's huge right now. Are you going to see Jojo Rabbit? It's, it's I saw early screening of oh it. you've seen it already it's so good is it i okay. really i i love stupid hitler like as I mean, a jew i think it's funny to portray him as an idiot I, it's i just watched a whole video about how like making someone look ridiculous is the best way to parody them mm-hmm. you can't do a satire where it's drama because you make them look cool and you yep. can't make them look cool because then you've got a problem but yeah jojo is so great. as my alternative to the obvious amazingness that is taika watiti i went with uh michelle mulroney and kieran mulroney and the reason why is because they haven't done as much, mm-hmm. but they've done kind of this genre of thing. Mm-hmm. So kind of their their fun action movie is a movie called Paperman, starring, you know, Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Uh, I have not seen it, but I am aware it exists. Same. They also wrote the uh, Sherlock Holmes sequel. The and, sequel. Okay. And they wrote Power Rangers, like the new action Power Rangers movie. Okay. So... All of the things I saw that they made, I hated. So uh-huh. I liked Power Rangers. I did not. But I also saw it on a phone screen. So Ooh, that might not have been. It was on a plane or something stink. like that. Yeah. But, like I said, probably go with Teko TD because he's great. And if it's the ideal remake, we know he's good. Yeah. Fine. I'm just Who's your... trying to get other people. Yeah, that's fair. So my director, director has been someone who is listed and... Uh, presents herself as the high concept director. She does high concept movies and she does them well. And she is a actor's director. She's directing the new Charlie's Angels movie and she directed some of the Pitch Perfect movies because she's Elizabeth Banks. I love Elizabeth Banks. She is not who I wrote down, but I will go and, all in on Elizabeth Banks and for she, this. Like she's someone who's like, we're making a ridiculous movie. Let's. Have fun and really enjoy the fact that we're making this ridiculous movie because it's ridiculous and let's it, let's make it the best it can possibly be because it's going to be amazing. She would be great. I think it's a great choice. I went very 
not very similar director, but my idea was more, I want the superhero concept. Yeah, I yeah, was so looking at the Russo brothers or something. No, Patty Jenkins. Also good. Yeah, she's great. Um, Monster's great. Wonder Woman's great. Wonder Woman was what I was thinking as like sure a tone that I want because Wonder Woman's very innocent and funny. It is. I would not just. Dis- would you describe Wonder Woman as funny? Uh there's a lot of funny parts. I think Chris Pine's character is very funny. And fair. I think the like any scene that isn't them fighting. There's a solid amount of jokes Absolutely. in Absolutely. I don't disagree. I would not describe it as a comedy. It's not a comedy, but, but I, would, I would describe it as a drama, but it's real in the sense where they're mm-hmm. human beings and human beings crack jokes. We also made it much more of a comedy in this yes. than I was thinking. But no, so I, I'm, uh, I'm actually it. on Elizabeth Banks more than... Now, I love Patty Jenkins. She's yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. Also come up a bunch of times. I bet. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have it written by Taika Waititi. <laughs> Throw it on the board! How many things has Taika Waititi done on this show? And then directed by Elizabeth Banks. So, let's go through our cast. Alright. Pixels. Good this time. Pixels. The better version. (laughs) No, no. Pixels. Continued. (laughs) Pixels. We actually tried. Pixels. Player two. I like that. So, it will be starring Brenner to be played by Kristen Ritter. Yeah. President Will Cooper will be Michael Shea. Yeah. Violet Van Patten, so, uh, not Violet, I guess. Red, Keep it Violet. Red Van Patten. <laughs> Red Van Patten. Will be Channing Tatum, who, uh, changed his name to Red when he got attractive. He was like, so what's your actual name? Violet? Your parents named you Violet? Yeah. No, I bet Red is his gamer tag. Great. Yeah. He was like uh, Red1234, so everyone just called him Red. Red Van Patten, Channing Tatum. Ludlow Laminson will be Jacob Batalon. Mm-hmm. Eddie will be Ryan O'Connell. Maddie Van Patten will be Kaylee Fleming. All right. Blow everything up, General Guy will be <laughs> Laura Dern. Yeah. Uh, She'd be so funny as that. Solid Sorry. Snake as the video game love interest will be played by Kurt Russell because that's fantastic. That's my favorite part of this movie. And Corporate Hill will be played by Kit Harrington with that 19... Probably not 82. 1992 Championship MC, just based on the age of everything ever yeah, yeah, yeah. in this, will be Bill Murray. On board. All of this will be written by Taika Waititi because he just doesn't have time to direct. He's very busy. He's doing too many things. But he has time to write, which is definitely the one that takes the shortest amount of time. Yeah, no, writing five minutes at yeah, most. Yeah, for sure. Said the two writers. Um, <laughs> and it will be directed by Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. I really like the Elizabeth Pixels. Banks. Yeah. It's a great oh, choice. and our five uh, video game sequences are Space Invaders, Pokemon, Street Fighter, Mario Kart, and then like a kind of a big battle royale open world. Or Super Smash Bros. No, not Super Smash oh. Brothers. Um, because it's open world, it will be Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. Grand Got Theft Auto. It. But then they have to go beat Bowser in the castle. Got it. Which just makes sense because that's what you do when you have to beat a final, like go to a place and beat a. Yep, That's you have Donkey to go Kong to the place. You have to, but that beat is the... what Bowser is. Yes, very much true. By doing the three things, and it's great, and I love that idea. And I think instead of Mini Coopers as the cars, they have something cool. I don't know what it is. Maybe an Acura Lamborghini. Well, Who cares? It, it's a racing game, right? Mm-hmm. And it's Mario Kart. Oh yeah, they have go karts. Yeah, that'd be fun. I just remember it's, it's the government made souped up go karts <laughs> with a Chrysler logo on. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, whatever. I don't care. It just sounds great. Yeah, no, I'm on board for government-made Because made it, it needs to be something cards. open so they can throw their weapons. What now, if it's a lime-made go-kart? Like, instead of scooters, oh, they're making go-karts. Jesus. Well, what I was going to say is that 
I always love this concept of like the concept of double dash where someone's driving and someone else is throwing the love things. that game. Yeah, that's a fun concept. Cool. All right, just like weird, random weapons. I mean, wouldn't you love a scene of? Well, it's not Zendaya anymore, but Jake uh, Ned. I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Jacob Battleon. Jacob Battleon driving around with Kurt Russell shooting people standing on the back of a go-kart and he's just like shooting at different video games as yeah, they're passing. that is a That'd amazing be... final sequence and needs to happen. I would love that so much. We all would. Yeah. And then we could also have uh, any of the characters we chose just hanging on the back of the cart also helping out yeah. too. Yeah. Be fun. Uh, and not appearing in this movie, Cubert. No Cubert. No Cubert. Do you have any idea of a trophy you'd rather? Or any trophies you'd rather? I don't know if I like the... I mean, for me, I like the idea of them absorbing better technology and then, like, the games they're coming up with are improving. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily... Like, the only thing that makes sense is at the end where they take the trophy of the kid. Mm -hmm. I don't think we need trophies as a thing unless, like, unless we're doing more with them. Like, we do something with the dog from Duck Hunt. Yeah. Because that's a missed opportunity. Because let's keep that one. That one's funny. I think it should be achievements instead, and everybody sees it all at once. Like, it just shows up, like, at the top yeah. corner of your eyesight that you got an achievement. It's like, congratulations, achievement, 500 people killed, and everyone's like, what is that? And they can't grab it, and it's just there, and it's just there, and that's it. Because that's what achievements are now. I I like that. Let's also do this. So, achievement unlocked, it, and they get a bronze medal where it's like 500 people, ki- or 500 bad guys killed, and they get it, and like, cool, what does this do? Nothing. <laughs> it's like 400 gamer and points. Then, and then you turn it over, it's like, get silver at 1,000. So, do we get anything at silver? No. Well, why go- are we doing we're this? Gonna, <laughs> we're going to go get silver, right? I mean... I- I don't want. I don't want to be the bronze person. We're gonna, we have to get gold. I would love if there's just like two characters that are with them on the team at the beginning, and then they get the achievement and it's bronze, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll see you guys in like eight hours. We got shit to do. We, we gotta. We gotta. I'm not comfortable with just bronze. We have to a hundred percent this. Yeah. Thing. Yes. That'd be and funny. I feel like that person is Channing Tatum. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Is Michael Shea? Yeah, Michael because, Shea would absolutely yeah, be like, "No, nah, I gotta go. No, I. Uh, I'll see you guys." And if I got president stuff to do, your secret service is over there. Don't tell them where I'm going. Shh. <laughs> cool. Love it. Good. All right. Fun. Yeah. Well, uh, Alex, do you want to promote something? Do you have any like Twitters or Instagrams you want people to follow? Yeah. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at a cane. So a C A I N E four seven, which is my old gamer tag when I thought guns were funnier. And, uh, yeah, so you can get it. A cane forty-seven. Oh God. Yep. Yep. Not not as good anymore. But you can follow me doing that on Insta and Twitter, and you can catch me every Monday at Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank doing stand-up comedy. Yeah. Hmm. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Sam Gash S A M G A S C H. Or if you want to follow the podcast, the podcast is on Twitter or Instagram at Ideal Remake. Spelled like it sounds, or join us on Facebook at Ideal Remake or Ideal Remake Podcast. Leave us a review, do some five stars. It helps me, it helps the show. I appreciate, and honestly, I love you for it. <laughs> or just tell a friend. Tell a friend this week about the show. Super easy. You must have friends, right? 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 Tell one of them. Just one. Or eight. So Alex, let's end with this. What I've been doing recently is I've been asking people, uh, what's your favorite quote from this movie? Oh, Jesus. Wow, this movie was so bad. I I think my favorite quote would be the little girl being like, the president doesn't know how to read. 
Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, it probably made me laugh the most. It's not even a solid joke. It's just like, ha, we had a president who couldn't read. Yeah. Something just occurred to me. Did they rewind time while they were fighting Donkey Kong? At one point, I think. They just have that superpower now? I, You know what? I believe it. Cool. That was weird. I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> I feel like my favorite quote from this movie would have been just like, just... It's not even a line. It's just them joyously, like... Or when Josh Gad is, like, shot, like, as they're shooting something, like, this is the greatest day of my life! Because they're getting to play real-life video yeah. games, and that's all everyone wants. True. And even though Pokemon are going to come and kill us all because they're giant monsters, I would like an Articuno to be my best friend. This could be a good explanation for how Detective Pikachu's world happened. Sold. Yes. 